Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. But do you really want to fly with people who seem a bit unhinged and decide that they're going to unleash their whatever you want to call it on a plane when none of you can get out of their way? Those are identified as unruly passengers. I'm I'm certainly trying to um, not use the word crazy because that would be inappropriate, but their actions seem to be out of control. And unless there's another passenger that captures it on video, we don't really know what is happening on a daily basis. Only pilots, flight attendants, those involved in the industry know something about that. Dennis Tager is our friend. He is the president of the Allied Pilots Association. And Dennis, haven't you been flying for American for like 30 years? Yep, 30 years plus with the time in the military prior. You've seen a lot, I would imagine. And I understand that the unruly passenger thing really got out of control between March and maybe January and March of last year. I don't know if that was over masking, but it's been on the rise for some some time, right? Yeah, it has. And, uh, you know, we're capturing it. We can see it in our living rooms on our phones, and we see, you know, passengers filming this. And, uh, yeah, there, there was definitely a spike, you know, post-pandemic. A lot of things were going on. You know, I'm sure that the mass was out there, the tension was out there. But then airlines just jammed our airplanes loaded full with passengers and they were underserved at the airport tension there baggage missing uh missed flights cancellations all of those are pressure cookers on the human being um that we recognize uh been there we're with you on it uh but when a passenger decides to cross the line and comes unhinged for whatever reason um it, the bottom line is when you're on my airplane and we're at 30 plus thousand feet traveling at near the speed of sound, I can't get on the PA and say, get out. Uh, and when you in, conduct violence against one of my crew members or fellow passengers around and about 170 people on my airplane, um, there's no room for debate. We are basically taking this as what it is. It is a threat to the safety of the aircraft. It's not only inhumane to inflict violence upon somebody in, in any space, but in that closed space, that distracts me from my duties on the flight deck. And the moment that my attention has to go to the back to find out who was hurt um, and the condition of the cabin, um, I'm not focused on the safety of flight. I've got a first officer, but it's an immediate uh, squeezing of the margin of safety. And think about it. There's an act out there, a legislation right now. We're grateful that it's bipartisan. It's called Protection from Abusive, Abusive Passengers Act. And that's not protection just on us, the crew members. It's every passenger on the airplane. It's the right act, and we're looking forward to it coming uh, to reality. And the Department of Justice needs to step it up. These slaps on the wrist, the FAA is doing its job producing fines, but there has to be consequential sentencing for those after they've had due process um, to to really show that this is not going to be tolerated. You're not just accosting a single person, you are putting 170-plus people's lives on the line. And consequential, no-fly list, federally coordinated. So in other words, we're not just going to get you through a process and, hey, you can fly next uh, you know, next month. You are on a no-fly list. You're not going to fly. 
And I'm all this, for that. I think there needs to be zero tolerance. And this is a conversation not just happening in America, but India, Great Britain, countries around the world, because it seems to almost be, con- I, I don't know, like, I just always thought people were hopefully on their best behavior and respectful of other passengers and those flying the plane and serving us while we're on the plane. But it just doesn't happen anymore. And I, I'm all for zero tolerance. I think it's, it's got to stop. Like if you do something that is deemed so bad, you should never be allowed to fly again. Well, and, and, you know, we're, and I'll just read from the legislation says someone who poses a threat to airline or passenger safety. That's what this is about. Uh, We, you know, whether someone has to go through the process, right. Determine what happened. There's no excuses for violence on the airplane, but um, there needs to be some level of protection for the next flight and, and all the passengers. So I think everyone's in agreement here. You know, we're still battling to get a second barrier on the, uh, the cockpit door, uh, which we're fighting for. So these types of they're not lines in the sand. They're going to be walls, walls that protect people. And, I, and the good news is I fly a lot. Hands down, everybody is good to go. They're decent. It's a pressure cooker, but they know everyone's in the same can of humanity. So these are still rare events, but we cannot normalize them by accepting them as, well, it's the way it is in the business. You know, the airlines are packing in more people on the airplane and all the same pressure cooker points are there. But we cannot forget sometimes it's 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 tough, but you got to be kind to each other. And on an airplane, when we're inches apart, even more important. And help me fly the airplane safely. You're part of my crew, too. Yeah, absolutely. So I would imagine all the all the unions are supporting this, all the people involved in the industry. Is there any opposition there? And does it make any difference what passengers have to say? Is this something that you should reach out and talk to your your senator about? Oh, absolutely. Reach out. Hey, I'd I like to be feel safe and have my family safe on an airplane. That's a pretty easy sell. So, yeah, there's a lot of support for this. I don't know any union that's, that's in opposition. It's got it's bipartisan, and there are more and more uh, signatures on this. So this should get done. What we're really going to be watching, though, is a bill is a bill, but we need to see that it's followed through on. You know, if you if you break a law, the Department of Justice has the ability to pursue it or not. So we're going to still stand tall on this. Whether there's a bill or not, the Department of Justice needs to step up and follow through on the process and the prosecution for these events. And then the key to this legislation is we have a federally coordinated no-fly list. So it's black and white, no questions asked. If you get into that bucket, you're not flying on my jet. Yeah, see, if it was my jet, you wouldn't even have to threaten violence or be violent. I'd say if you urinated on someone's seat, if you smoked, if you did it, that'd be it. Like You're out. Don't ever fly again. Follow the rules or you don't get the benefit of flying. Um, Dennis, before I let you go, uh, is this summer going to be as chaotic as last summer when it comes to everyone traveling? I, I wish I had different news, but I have no reason to believe it won't be as tough as the previous. And we're doing all that we can to remove that uncertainty with our particular company at American Airlines for pilots. Um, but so far, we're, we're not seeing a lot of clear signs. And I'm staring out the window here in Arlington Heights, and summer sure feels like it's coming. Yeah, it's here. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Take care. Dennis Tager from the Allied Pilots Association. Hey, coming up next, if you're in Naperville, you might you might have a, a little bit of money coming your way for repairing your yard based on tornado damage. About half a million dollars is, so to speak, up for grabs. We'll find out how you get it. First, Mary's got to check on weather and traffic.